probably everything has just started about like 12 seconds in. I still have a delay and I'll still bail it on Frontier Internet. But anyway, welcome to Crush System Monster Truck Podcast presented by High Octane Coffee and J Concepts. Hey, wanted to thank everyone that came out. Um, you know, Bridgeport, Connecticut. We just came back from Hall Brothers Racing. Uh, did pretty well. Mark finished a couple times in the top three. Uh, Kurt placed third. I want a couple donuts, stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, Monster Jam. We're getting ready for Omaha, Nebraska. The weekend of Thanksgiving. Go take a look at that. All you fans up in Nebraska. Omaha lineup's pretty much the same without Stone Crusher and Hook. So, you got Gravedigger, El Toro Loco. Uh, just get her done. Miss get her done. Raminator and Ramunition. So, uh, that'd be a fun time. But, uh, Brad's a little bit under the weather. Uh, changing from fall to winter time kind of hit him hard. So, He'll be back on next week. Uh, we're going to try to get Paul on next week and uh, go from there or maybe a different guest. I don't know yet, but we'll see how it goes. But, man, um, this weekend also is my RC event that I'm hosting over that Hall Brothers Racing Shop, HBR Classic. Uh, once again, thank you to Horizon Hobbies, J Concepts, Freestyle RC, and JB Scale Graphics for what they have done. Also, Chris Parrish, Aaron Jones, James, and Bob Chandler, Junior, Bob C. Chandler, uh, thank you for your guys' help. That's going to be going this gig, and it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, like I said, next week's guest, I'm going to try to get Paul Wolf on, uh, talk about him off-roading stuff and stuff like that. But uh, if anyone can uh, share this to all the, the groups, like more fans, uh, you know, uh, collector and all Monster Truck Attitude, uh, yeah, share this and uh, bring this up. But once again, I want to thank Joey Sylvester and High Octane Coffee. Go take a look at his new YouTube channel called The Monster Life. Uh, it's pretty cool behind-the-scenes stuff going on there. Uh, man, uh, uh, pretty cool stuff. Go take a look at that. Only two uh, uh, shows in right now, one with Wheatland, Missouri, and the other one uh, went to his Indian shop. So, um, yeah, take a look at that stuff. J, J, uh, J Concepts, uh, man, take a look at their stuff. They just debuted some cool bodies and some cool Bigfoot stuff, uh, firestorm tires. Uh, they just had some cool, uh, displays going on at the monster truck hall of fame. Once again, monster truck hall of fame. Thank you for, uh, seeing, uh, everyone there. I'm sorry. I didn't do a live one there. We had a show in Bridgeport, but congratulations to all the people that got in Steve Hess, uh, the night stalker, Steve Combs, um, Man, Samson won Don Maples and Charlie Mancuso uh, from the old United States Hot Rod days. Uh, man, congratulations to all those folks, and it's awesome to see everyone there. Um, man, we'll show, we'll try to make it next year, all you folks, and uh, go from there. Uh, man, uh, once again, JB Scale Graphics license, also by Bigfoot. Uh, bad habit, overkill, obsessed, many more to come. The snake bite body just released. Good, take a look at that. The old school overkill Gen One uh, rap is out for you guys. If you guys want to do your old school overkill, good, take a look at that stuff. Ah uh, man, the truck's right there. That's overkill number two, but still uh, love that truck and uh, love everything that Marty does. Congrats on that. Justin Stories makes a book called Making Tracks. $10 on Amazon or Facebook. Contact them. I think it's also on uh, Visual 2. Awesome comic book. Stuff and gift. Uh, support, you know, you know, his love of the monster trucks and support, you know, comic books and 
general too. So go take a look at that. Paul Brothers Racing, thank you for all the decals around the world. Decals here for that you see on the trucks that guests are always on. And um, man, thank you so much for your guys' help and support. Also, I mean, thank you for letting me still work. <laughs> uh, man. Uh, you know, so um, also Back Channel Productions. Go take a look at their stuff too. Uh, I believe, I think he has a new video out. Um, I got to double check, but he has a new one just out. If someone can refresh me, that'd be much obliged. But I remember the last video is Winchester, Virginia. Like there was one sooner later than that, but um, go take a look at his stuff too. Back channel productions, Nick Davis, um, cool cat. Thank you for all his support and everything he has done. Uh, man, six B apparel, these hoodies, a hundred dollars a pop. We also got our crew shirts too. Go take a look at that stuff at six B. Uh, contact me and Brad. We'll get this going for you. Thank you for support and love. Oh, we do have. Myshop.com, we can stuff the trackers right there. Write that, copy it, screenshot it, do what you guys need to do. Um, so you go to crush dash this dash a dash monster truck dash you know po dot myspreadshop.com. Go take a look at that. We got some cool shirts, big bad and blown. The crush this got mud, some cool stuff, guys. Go take a look at that. Uh, I I can't say that enough, but uh, for all you guys have done, um, man, Bradley Shaw designs too. Uh, design of the Guardian Angel, Pretty Wicked, Stinger, Stomper, uh, American Scout, uh, doing some cool things, I think, in the future here with some NHRA vehicles. Uh, for itself too. So go take some love and go take a look at that. MTRC did a video for them in October. Uh, part of the monster bog does basically what our next episode does in their arena, but RC version 10th scale instead of the one uh 64th scale die cast trucks. Uh, he has arena stadium size for 10th scale RC monster trucks, which is awesome. Take a look at their stuff at MTRC on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, I think also on TikTok. So uh, go take a look at that stuff. But um, once again, guys, thank you for being on here. Uh, I'm going to play a few ads, and then we're going to have Steve Jones, the creator of Monster Truck Attitude. Um, man, growing popularity in the Facebook and the Monster Truck uh, collecting and Monster Truck fan world. Um, love that. It's awesome. He's willing to be on here to talk about it. And uh, we'll, we'll go from there. So, yeah, uh, let's get this started.
This isn't your typical motorsports podcast. You're listening to Crush This, a monster truck podcast presented by High Octane Coffee and J Concepts. A show where we take you inside the minds of your favorite drivers, past and present, of the monster truck industry. And now, your hosts, Brad Shaw and Dan Chichagash. Buckle in. The show starts now. I do the clap right there for Brad, but uh, man, uh, Brad, like I said before, Brad Shaw's a little bit under the weather, but we have Steve Jones here, man. Hey, the What's guy, up, the creator of the Monster Truck Attitude Downhill Racing Program. Hey, man, uh, we'll, before we'll start that off, man, we just want to let people get a feedback. I mean, you're a huge Monster Truck fan. Um, you know, just recently you took some pictures and hung out at the digger shop over there in North Carolina. But uh, let's go back. What got you intrigued with monster trucks? And what was the first uh, kind of show that you saw on television or being live? Well, I tell you, Cheech, uh, I've been in it for, I'm 31 years old. So I'll say 30 years. It was when I was a real little kid, man. And my dad introduced me to it. My first couple of VHS tapes, uh, Battle of the Monster Trucks, you know, Bigfoot Strikes Again. And that's what really sunk me into it. And uh, when I was two years old, he took me to my first show. And uh, like you just mentioned, the Hall of Famers this weekend, Night Stalker was there, Gravedigger 3, Liquidator, Bob Fisher and them. And uh, we were up there in Landover, Maryland, in the old Capitol Center. And uh, I'll tell you what, man, it was just racing back then. There was no such thing as freestyle, but uh, I really enjoyed it from an early age and just stuck with it all through the mid-90s and up till today, even though, uh, you know, Monster Jam, I'll say it is what it is, but, you know, we still stick with it and uh, try to keep more up with the independents and what those guys are doing. So, you know, I've been with it, following it for years and years now. So it's just taking a life of its own and it's become my life, basically. <laughs> yeah, I hear you on that. Man, um, you know, you transformed. Let's let's go ahead and you know, talk about it. Like, how – how did the your monster truck attitude came about? Um, were you watching a previous film from someone else, or and then you just wanted to just have some fun to see what it's like downhill? And then how did that snowball effect happen? Right. So if a lot of long time people remember the MTA group as a buy sell trade group for diecast or collectibles, or whatever, and uh. You know, I got on, I was sitting there scrolling the interwebs and it was mainly when uh, the COVID thing hit in early 2020 and all the shows disappeared. And I was like, man, you know, all these guys ain't getting to go to these shows. And I was like, there's got to be something we can do to, you know, create that authenticity of it. And, you know, you go on YouTube and at that time there was a couple of different channels out there. And what some people have referred to me as they were carpet muncher channels they'd go down this little trail into the living room floor and that was about it whatever truck went the farthest got the win and uh you know i was like there's got to be something a little more real to it and you know i set up a little sandbox and start it really just snowballed on its own and it got bigger and bigger you know i didn't really expect it to be as big as it is now it took a lot of hard work to get where we're at now and uh you know the, the people that are involved with it, you know, their, their involvement with uh, sending in trucks or, you know, wanting to compete. And uh, it, it's just really, it's really gotten so big and it's a lot to do by yourself because you got to keep track of people's records and all this. And uh, I wanted to create that weekly show that everybody can come out and get involved in. And uh, much like the 
monster trucks used to be on TV each and every week, you know, kind of one show to the next. And, you know, I wanted to get the people involved with it more than anything versus just throwing some trucks down a track and really start to create the realism with just a die cast toy. You know, when I mentioned uh, earlier uh, about like Colby Marshall and his MTRC, he did this kind of arena type deal. Yeah. And uh, talk about, let's talk about that arena setup. You have the downhill, which every YouTuber or personnel would have the starting base of the monster truck way. But you throw in jumps, cars, and stuff like that. Um, what got you the essential idea of maybe doing something like that and making it into a arena type feel? Uh, just to bring the realism of an actual stadium event going on and uh, to create that, like if you were actually watching it inside of an arena or if you went to like the Citrus Bowl, you know, the Silver Dome, whatever. I'm talking about all these old stadiums, but uh, just to give it that real feel with the audience in the backdrop versus just, you know, some shelving or, you know, a wall, you know, something like that, just to create that, you know, realistic crowd feel. And I think another thing, I mean, I, I was one of my questions is how your product is different, which I kind of now just broke in different pieces. And I think uh, another thing that set you different than the other group is like your announcing. Uh, the announcing of the program uh, kind of reminds me of old D or old uh, syndicated tough tracks uh, with Brett Kepner. Uh, right. in the background doing his uh, thing. And, and and what got you, I mean, did you have any announcing or radio type work previously? Like, how did you master your craft on doing that? Because you do a lot better than some announcers in a real monster structure uh, with the facts <laughs> and stuff like that. So how did you master the craft of, you know, announcing what's going on in the program. I know it's a layover, but but still, you got to be knowing what you're talking about to make the product good. Yeah, no doubt, man. I, and I appreciate that comment as well. I, uh, so, several people have told me that. And honestly, that came on a wing and a prayer, to be honest with you. I, when I first started out, it was real slow and real monotone. You know, it was kind of like, all right, you know, down the straight stretch. And over time, I was like, man, I really got to bring that energy up to get the the crowd excited much like you would a real show. So I just started messing around with it and just getting a little more amped up. And it's hard to turn that switch on and off. Like when you come in off a day's worth of work and now you got it, like you said, do that layover of the entire show. It's like, you got to flip that switch, man, and you're full bore into it. And, you know, having the monster truck knowledge behind it of knowing what you're talking about, much to like what you just said, but, you know, you know, there's some guys out here that are running these YouTube channels that don't know a sway bar from a heim joint and they're thinking they're the best. And it's like, it's not even about that term. To me, it's never been about the cloud of it. It's just been about bringing everybody and getting them involved. But I never had any radio experience, no, no commentary experience, just kind of laid it out there one day. And I was like, this is what I want to do. This is how I want to say it. And this is what I want to present to the, you know, the audience, you know, down the road. And I think it's also cool how uh, every month you honor the people that win that month. So, like, if one guy drive, like, I don't know the name of him, but he drives West Virginia Mountaineer. He won, you know, three or four of that month. You go four-time Thunder Monster Truck Champion or, 
you know, kind of cool. You're giving credentials, uh, kind of uh, letting people know, hey, this truck's been rocking it for quite some time, and it gets people into the mood. I mean, it's you're you started like, okay, let's back when you first did it how many people signed up and now let's fast forward Man. to today and you almost have 75 80 people trying to get into 15 yeah. spot yeah uh first starting out um uh, man I, I was sitting there at the registration post and i was like come on guys we need like five more people five more people and it took like an hour to fill it now man when we post registration it's under 30 seconds that thing is you know we're booked up to the sky and it's like that's where a lot of the, the repercussion comes in because I, I announced when registration is going to be ahead of time. And, you know, the people that don't make it in, they would start messaging me at, you know, all hours of the night. Hey man, you know, I tried to get in so-and-so or, you know, Hey, I'm in, I'm in. I'm like, dude, no, you're not. I told you guys, you know, and it becomes a, a complete mess. And there's been some people that feel to, air their dirty laundry on the page. And I'm sure a lot of the guys see it and, you know, it's really embarrassing. And I I hate when they do that, all honesty, because it kind of makes you look bad in a way. And the internet's no place to get into a pissing match, really. And you know how things can blow up at any time. And, you know, it's the keyboard. So everybody's got an opinion, you know, (laughs) so. Yeah, especially when it's downhill toy racing based off of gravity and how the truck approaches the ramp. I mean, I mean, technically it wasn't in their control anyway. All they're doing is just making the legitimacy of having their name next to the truck. And let's see how it goes, you know? Right. And I kind of chuckle when people get into it, but then there's other people that, you know, that get into it also with a, can't say fantasy base, but uh, to a point where, you know, you know, it's like, okay, I'm getting into it, you know, let's do this there's like kind of a little borderline between you know take it easy and all right have fun with this but there you know and there's also the time where you gotta back it down and know dude this is this is you know if you if you're it's that upset how about just making your own program it's a toy yeah you know, it's, it's it a- goes about that you know you know, right now I'm 0 and 5 for signups. So I- I'm perfectly okay with what's going on. I always forget that I'm, you know, Nathan's like, oh, Nathan, Nathan Smith, he's been in your program with the Monster Mud yeah. Truck. He's a co worker of mine. So he lets me know, hey, this is happening. This is happening. And I sometimes ran far and let go. And I said, oh, man, I could, nah, that's closed up. Ain't that big of a deal. But, um, uh, you know, I sign up and, you know, I, I let the spinning wheel take take control and if my name's on that's cool if not yeah i move on so um you know and then and then the cool also the cool thing is you're also introducing a new wave of people to yeah the old school life um you're bringing old school monster trucks you're dividing some of the program into different things not just the mainstream you know thunder that you normally do you also do like these uh, like the Sunday night deal where the like eight classic monster trucks or you know eight theme trucks and stuff like that. And what got you also thinking about using this uh, you know, platform to help people out the history of monster trucks a little bit about names and stuff like that? Uh, you know, when we kicked off the Thursday night thunder deal, I noticed we were using a good, very good blend of new trucks, you know, and sort of some we were touching on some of the older trucks, but. It wasn't up until, and I, this is something I really wanted to do, but it really wasn't up until uh, 
Mike Harper put on that show in Raleigh. And I was like, I mean, I was over the moon for that and everything he'd done. And uh, I said, man, and I had that little show Sunday Night Madness going on, just a little eight truck deal. And I was like, what if I took eight of the, you know, 80s, you know, TNT tough tracks. And I, I really put that Scott Douglas Army Armstrong spin on it. And, you know, I started looking at the custom shop, seeing what we had laying around and ran off some decals and uh, got some decals made. And, you know, every truck's, you know, all I build all the trucks that compete in the shows. We have had people send some in that they build and they want to compete, which is cool. And uh, I really want to bring that old school vibe and really show the newer generation just how awesome the old school style was. Yeah. You know, they were heavy leafers and, they, you know, they really just raced the whole time. But, man, some of that action back in the day was second to none. You would get so amped up, you know, cheering on Steve Wilkie and USA One or you were pulling for Gary Porter, Carolina Crusher. And I really tried to get the essence of that 80s feel back into the modern day with diecast toys. And obviously, you know, kids or something see those diecasts on the track knowing you can't buy them anywhere. And, uh. It's a, it's a good blend between old Hot Wheels bodies mixed with a little green light on a Spin Master chat. It's a little mix of everything into one toy that I build. And then it's just all in how they go down and perform, man, and just bringing up the old names like, you know, John Moore, who we recently lost, and uh, Starvin' Marvin Smith, you know, keeping those guys, you know, their memories alive, and Steve Wilkie as well. And then, uh, you know, as well as, you know, Mike Wine with Outlaw, Dennis Anderson and Gary Porter and all those guys, you know, John Kwasniewski. Uh, a lot of guys that made me a big fan of it, I try to just pass it on and try to keep it as relevant as possible, you know, with today's generation. You know, I have a suggestion. I'm going to say this live. Yeah. Okay. If you do want another series like that, you should do the top six, like in the early 90s the Taurus, Carolina Crusher, Equalizer, Barefoot, Bigfoot, Gravedigger. Yeah. Like the, uh, and then, and then, you know, do the like a little bit of points standings against like the top top six trucks in the nation back in the early nineties. That, that was what I always brought back, you know, and uh, if you ever do one of those again, or if you are continuing on, that'd be a cool lineup right there to do the honor, like the 91, 92 camel mud and monster truck points championship, you know, uh, yeah, top dude. six in the world. Absolutely. I'd love to do something just like that, or even just kind of, I was talking with a buddy of mine who uh, Mitch Brown, who runs Midwest Madness. He's another guy that's dabbled into the diecast racing as well. And uh, he messaged me the other day. He goes, man, it'd be kind of neat. Get some trucks together, throw down like the old pin to point series and try to get something going on like that. And I was like, yeah, dude, that'd be really cool to do. And, you know, just it, different eras and, you know, different generations of fans that have come and gone or stuck with it the whole way. It's, it's more or less trying to get everybody involved because I mean, the modern fan today, that would turn on a monster jam, man, if they only had a clue how we got here, I mean, it's, it's really amazing. So. Right. Right. And you know, you keep on pushing this and it, it's pretty freaking cool how, uh, you know, you get all designed, you get the logos all ready to go. And then you, you know, you make the track design and stuff like that. And, um, you know, it's pretty, I think it's also cool that you have legends also interested like Gene Patterson, Oh man, um, you know, uh, you know, that, Rick Dishroon has got in a couple. Yeah, I mean, how how cool is it that you know? Let's let's talk about let's back this up. Like you said okay. before, not a lot, not a lot of people signed up when you first did it. Now you have right. almost seventy five to eighty. 
Now you have a big community, double the way it is. People are going left and right trying to get, you know, into this program. Right. What you started was to help entertain people during COVID, just blossom. And now you have legends driving, you know, picking snake bite and he's that snake bite truck is one of the, you know, top tier trucks that you have in the lineup in the thunder group. Um, you know, it's, it's unusual hearing the West Virginia Mountaineer being a top dog, but in your product, it's one of the top dogs. Um, you yeah. know, I mean, it's just about hair, uh, names that you actually don't hear in real life. I mean, you hear in real life, but you don't really consider them, you know, grave digger, max D Bigfoot or bounty hunter type caliber, in right. your product, though, they are in that level. And, yeah. uh, but I, I'm going all over the place here, but <laughs> it's the all community, right. Man. The community itself, talk about them because it's just crazy how it's going. Like you said, it started out with a diecast group. You went ahead and took time because you wanted to fill in the void that a lot of people were missing back in two years ago to now. Now you right. have it blossomed. Yeah, people out of the woodwork, legends of the sport, even just trying to have some fun. Yeah. And then, you know, and then you got, you know, people lining up the door, li- lining out of the door just to get a chance <laughs> to see some trucks going downhill racing. I mean, how how awesome is that, though, you know, to see something organic grow? Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you mean, like you say, you plant the seeds, it will grow. But uh it has taken a slow grow, I will say. Uh, going back to what you said, uh, if we take it a step back, uh, early on, it really caught, I think what really caught everybody's eye was the custom trucks I would build. And obviously, you share on social media, the Instagrams and Facebooks. And uh, they, when you take those trucks that you can't really get anywhere and you start racing them and they're all detailed up, it really draws your eye into it because it's like, man, was that real? Because if you take a good shot of it, it damn near looks real on the camera, you know. So uh, I know going, if we go way back, Gene Patterson, uh, he, he honestly, he reached out to me and he, he told me he watched the product and how he enjoyed it. His, his family will sit down and watch it and it blew me away because I'm sitting here thinking like there's a little toy. And I got a legend in his own right uh, telling me how great it is. And I, I was like, holy smokes, man. He was like, hey, man, you know, I'd really like to sign up. How do I sign up? And I gave him the rundown. Next thing I know, he was logged in. And I was like, dude, it's only fitting if we put you in snake bite. He goes, I agree. Let's do it. Of course, here come the actual Colt Cobra driving snake bite on the circuit, which is crazy to me. And then uh, Rick Disroon, you know, out of Maryland, he got the – he messaged me and told me how it, it cool it was. And I actually built him a couple of backdraft die casts and sent them off to him just for his display and collection, you know, and uh, he got involved there for a little while. Several other names have come up along the way. I can't name them all off the top of my head. Cause as you know, we go through a rack of names every month. So, um, but the community as itself, I, I say it often and I say it a lot in the videos, and not to take a knock off Dennis Anderson whatsoever, but I mean, without that community, man, what do you got? You got nothing. And I thank these guys because they support what I'm doing with just a toy, like you said, you know, a diecast race. And the heart and soul they put into it, or the messages they send me to try to get involved or tweak this and change that, you know, it's so cool. Or they want to send something in, whether it be a, a track prop or they want to send me a set of decals to build them a different truck from everybody else. And 
it, that community, they, I can say it's a fan base. So many people have wanted to reach out and, you know, they sent me fan mail, which blew me away. I never expected to get fan mail a day in my life, but you know, I'd get a random pack. They were like, Hey man, send me your PO box or send me your address. And I'm going to send you some, and they write letters and, it really blew me away. And I honest to God mean that, that MTA is nothing without that community. And, you know, if it went away tomorrow, I feel like I let everybody down and I feel like it's a commitment each and every week to give them guys a show because you owe it to them because they've stayed committed for so long. And uh, just like last weekend, we had issues doing some editing and we couldn't get the video to produce the right way. And we had to push the show first time ever, 127 weeks in a row. We had to push the show to Thursday night from Thursday to Saturday and it killed me to do it. But man, the views on that video took off and it kind of blew my mind really. But that community is everything behind MTA. And then you also add off some uh, one-off products too. It's not just Sunday night and then Thursday night thunder or Sunday night madness. You also, you know, have some special one-off stuff that people have to pay attention up just to sign up and stuff like that. And, and, you know, like you said, like there's always going to be controversy and, you know, the filtering yeah. of people waiting online in the out, like waiting outside the door just to get in. I mean, you, every month's like black Friday for you. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, um, but still, I mean, the, that's the nature of the beast. Everyone has a fair shot. You based off the, the wheel you get in. Yeah. If you don't, it's okay. Um, you know, there's always next time, and, you know, and like I said, there's some people that, you know, um, you know, take it a little bit too seriously, but there's others that, Hey, we'll have fun and stuff like that. But that's, that's the nature of the beast. When you have something that good, people get competitive and, yeah. uh, you know, they, they do. They'll try, they do. Their, they'll try their best, to try to get in or they'll, you know, put a reminder after seeing your reminder saying, Hey, Thursday night at 7 PM, sign in. I'm in, you know, yeah. some people jump the gun and say, I'm in as soon as you post it. And it's like, that doesn't count, but you yeah. know, still, you know, they, the people are still putting a reminder and stuff like that and getting ready to go. And, and, you know, and it's just so crazy that people would do that, but then that's the love that they have for just being part of monster trucks in general. And, um, you know, you giving them option to feel that way. You know, you have monster truck video games like beam and ROR, you got RC monster trucks, you got the real life, but you know, a lot of people may not have the chance to go buy a $700 or build a thousand dollar RC truck that, sure. you know, will look like a full scale version or, you don't have people, you know, people can't buy a full decked out computer that can, you know, be their favorite truck or custom design. The best way they have a chance is going through your program. Right. Yeah, man. Uh, the RC community is really big. I've actually watched you perform out there on Trigger King with so many other great drivers that run on there, man. And Trigger King is probably one of my favorite YouTube channels. You and Josh Rhodes and all you guys get together out there. Uh, and just ripped them things apart. And I'm like, man, I can only imagine the dollars that go into that, keeping them trucks going. And then I have to look to my left and look to my right. There's the full-size one, too, and that they're relying on Mark and Tim <laughs> Hall to supply that going on, too, you know. And, and, and you know, I do appreciate it. Thank you, you know, and the, and the Trigger King group and MTRC and stuff like that. And there's, yeah. all, there's you know, all like I said, there's all forms, all so many different forms of – 
racing communities and stuff like that. And, and, um, so here's, here's a question when you do this do racing, every, every race that you do is a take, you know what I mean? Um, you know, you could see the truck's wheels are going left and right or one going perfectly straight and level. Have you ever had to take a retake or, you know, just, uh, you know, or every take of a race is that's what you get. Yes. Yes. Uh, we've done retakes before. Like, uh, We'll line them up at the starting line once we drop the pins and they go down. I mean, I've had essence where they hit the first jump and just immediately bolt to the right-hand side of the track. I'm like, well, you know, that ain't no good. Who's going to watch that, you know? Uh, I wouldn't say – I will never, ever say it's rigged because it's not. It's when the tr- – when I feel you got a good pass and both guys – you know, I, what I'd hate the most is double rollovers because it's unreal to me. When they're just going down and they're cartwheeling all across the track, to me, that's just – that's no good. And if, I've actually recorded, you know, three-quarters of an episode of Thunder, not liked how it went, scrapped it, and just started over with fresh ramps, rebuild the track a little bit, tweak it. But in answer to your question, yes, there has been retakes of what I feel could be legitimate and could be right uh, to make the show more real. Um, hell, I've had trucks make that first jump fly clean clear off the table and land on the floor. So I'm like, well – you know, need a heck of a rotator to get that bad boy up on the ground. But, you know, just anything to make it that much more authentic. And once I feel that, you know, usually it's a one and one and done, you know, and they're, they're, they're you know, that race is, you know, done. Uh, there's been times where you've had to redo it a couple of times. But, you know, mainly it's just because they get a bad pitch off the ramp or if the ramps cut too low, they'll come barreling down that hill and the front tires will barely go up. And once those rear tires hit, it'll start cartwheeling. And it, it'll do it all the way across the table. And I'm like, nah, it's just not real to me. So, yeah, we've done some retakes before. And now I also have to go a little bit more on this topic. It's not even a topic I brought up. It's some of the, the some of the finer details, not just the main program itself, like how, how you use another, like just say someone in Max D drives, wins the race, but rolls over. You flip right. them back over and it's missing a hood. Or right. missing a half of a body, and then you bring it out. Or some of the s- steel photos. There's a lot of stuff that's going on. Like I, I started getting into. Well, people buy action figures. It has to be the legit right action figure, so right. they can take an action shot. And I'm yes. like, what do you mean action shot? Well, they make a city. Like for instance, if they buy this part of Batman, they have to have that same exact Joker. So they can put a scene together in a photography that makes it look like it's real legit and they're using action figures. Well, right. I'm trying to explain that is there's some photos that you take that looks like, you know, the, the two, the, like the guys are changing the tires and putting them on the hauler. Or you see in the background, one truck's parked in the hauler on the hauler. And then you have another one that's getting tired up or you have a guys working on the trucks itself. Like, that takes some time and action to do, not just yeah. the racing itself, but the behind, not the behind the scenes, but producing, making a behind the scenes type deal yes. with this action you know, with, yeah, the figures and the die cast itself. I mean, I mean, what, what, how long, how many times, I mean, obviously you have two or three different max D's. So yeah. like what got you going with that too? 
All right, so if we take it back to the first part of your question, say if Max D won in the finals and he rolls over, you flip him back over and the body's all tore up. Uh, during the live-action shot, that's the real truck, the real deal that rolls over. When the truck comes back on all fours with the loader, that's all we're doing there is in between scenes is we're switching out bodies. And uh, we'll take a clapped-out Max D body that either, A, you can pick up at a flea market fairly easy, and or – uh, I've ripped them clean, clear out of the brand new box before. And just, you know, the essence of breaking them up and trying to make them look damaged, like you would see on a TV show or in real life. And when they flip them back over, you know, there's, there's damage done. And that, that now the crew's got to go to work and the truck's got to get ready to show up, you know, excuse me, for next week to present that flag and keep it going and moving on. And as far as going down to the pits, I feel like today's, I'll, I'll say FS1 and Monster Jam, they still show it here and there, but you don't get that in-between round, down in the pits feel. Of, hey, man, we went down there, we snapped the spindle off the truck, we're not going to be able to make it back for semifinals, so that means so-and-so is going to come back. And it used to kind of leave you in a little bit of suspense because you knew in the back of your mind while the show was going on, this truck rolled and got hurt, and it'd say if it's your favorite driver – you know, you see them, you want to see them come back, and unfortunately they can't. And just trying to bring, again, that realism to the scene and show show the Monster Truck audience that it ain't all just sunshine and rainbows. There's true blue guys out here breaking down these trucks, loading them up from show to show, and, you know, it's a grind, man. And it ain't just – I could go a completely different way here with flying in, but, you know, th there's a true blue grind to it, and a lot of people miss that aspect. They think it's all just – Blonde hair, blue eyes, lets me sign autographs, and we're on to the next one, you know. So Yeah, I hear you on that one. <laughs> you know, and but still it's kind of cool how you, you make that kind of, you know, this 164 scene into like like you said, some of the photos that you have taken makes it look like the truck is really, you know, there and stuff like that. And and the, the precision of detail that you take your time to do, and 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 you're doing this all in good fun. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of people not understanding in this community that you do that you're just doing this for fun. You you know, you could stop anytime you want. You know, what I mean, yeah. you can be like, ah, eh, I'm done. I'll just go watch some monster trucks. But I'm done with this stuff. But you know, people not understand. You know, you you set the records. You let people know, hey, you're a five time Thursday Night Thunder champion. You know, or um, you know the detail and different logos and 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 stuff like that. And you know, I think I think, but though I think a lot of people will help appreciate what you have done. I'm guessing people probably try to offer to help you out with financially, huh? Yeah, honestly, uh, you know, no one's ever offered financially help. You know, it's all been just get up, go to work like everybody else every day. And, you know, I'm a heavy equipment mechanic. So a lot of that stuff you do daily actually ties over, you know, into the monster truck world, you know, with hydraulics and or electric over hydraulic motors, you know, stuff like that. You're talking spindles, kingpins, planetaries you know, rear differentials. I mean, it all kind of ties up together and, you know, but no one's ever actually offered to help financially, uh, you know, never really asked for any financial help because I feel like that's, you know, that's, that's a no, no. You just kind of don't do that. So, yeah. Uh, 
you know, we have released several T-shirts, you know, and we've had people buy them up or just to support the page and the channel, and which is really cool. Or, you know, we had a batch runoff where uh, I reached out to uh, uh, what's his name, uh, Rick Disroom and Backdraft in the metal shop. And I asked if we could put their logo on it and Seasock Motorsports. I, I reached out to them and, you know, Kyle Bucket, he was so cool to let me do it. And I said, you know, these shirts aren't for sale. It's just for when someone wins a 32 truck race, I'm going to ask them what size shirt they wear and they're going to get a free MTA shirt, as, you know, with the 80s graphics on it at the time, you know, just as a here you go, you know, a little, you know, prize. Man, that's pretty cool. I didn't even know about that, man. That was, a, that was probably more. two years ago. Uh, <laughs> but still, I mean, that it still makes someone appreciate it. I guess that's maybe one reason why people get into it, because there's a prize, I guess, that maybe, you know, somebody may not know, but, you know, that's still pretty cool. Like, you know, just put icing on the cake, you may just say, and, and, uh, Man, if if someone's watching this program or about to listen to it, where can someone get interested in signing up and all that? What type of social media can they follow you at? So you can follow Monster Drug Attitude on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. And those are the four big four, I call them, to basically showcase what we do in some kind of aspect, you know, with the new YouTube shorts. I've been trying to capitalize on that as much as possible, you know, showing everything, you know, it's kind of hit or miss with it. Really. I guess you got to hit that right algorithm at the right time each and every week. And, you know, some videos do really well. Other videos, you know, 48 views. It's like, Oh, that one's kind of sucked. And that was kind of a good race too. So, <laughs> uh, but you Instagram, I think we're just over 2000 followers. So, I mean, not too, too big on there. That was, I was building that up to more showcase the trucks because it's Instagram. You showcase your pictures. Uh, we've posted some videos over there that people been asking for more on Instagram. And I'm like, eh, I don't know, really don't want to flood my page up with it. But I mean, I can definitely do that if they want. But Facebook, YouTube, Instagram and TikTok, they can find us and they can register on Facebook in the group. Uh, and we hold registration by the end of each month and how you enter. Uh, I'll make a registration post and I'll, I'll say when that post is going to be beforehand. The, the window of opportunity is like I call it, uh, is open for 10 minutes for anybody and everybody to say they're in. It's the fairest way I could possibly make this nowadays, but I take everybody's name. You get put into that magic, you know, random wheel. The first 15 names to get picked are in the show. And obviously the champion from that last week carries over into the new season. So that'd be your 16 truck field with yep. the 15. Okay. So that's cool. They explained to someone that's watching. I'm going to be listening how to get in. You just can't randomly just get in. You have to no. get in, in the certain point of towards the end of the month when you make a post and then, you get, and then during that time to get yourself in the position of the program. And then yep. just have, then basically after that, you just follow the program on for that month until registration for the following next month will happen. And hopefully you win the championship, but um, you know, uh, if not, you'll just continue on how you've been doing originally. So, I mean, that's, that's still a fair way and still a good way of doing stuff, you know, and, and man, I like to thank you for taking your time for uh, doing this program. You know I mean? Uh, that's a lot of, that's a lot of time of, 
you know, figuring out what you're going to do track wise, uh, you know, you know, after, after you get, you know, uh, the people spinning, you know, after their names getting called out, then you have to go and look at their stats saying, okay, this guy's been running for how long, or this is a new person. And how does that happen too? When you have a new person behind, let's say picked out, how do you pick, what makes you pick and choose, do, do you ask them what truck they want, or if you just go, eh, I'm going to throw them in Dalmatian? Let's see how um, it goes. Yeah, so if we get a new guy or, or girl inside the registration, uh, if they make a request that's not booked and they say, hey, you know, I haven't, I've never seen, you know, like, we'll say Bulldozer, for instance. You know, I've never seen Bulldozer out there. Is there any way I could possibly drive that truck? I'll say, yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll get you booked in, and we'll make it your truck. And – uh I got no problem. If you make a request for a certain truck, sure, we can make it happen. If the truck's already taken by another driver, obviously, we got to go a different way. Um, But in the beginning, man, it was like, okay, I got 16 people. I'm going to write down their truck. And the only reason I started assigning trucks from the very beginning is because I knew as soon as I said, what truck would you want to be? Everybody was going to say Grave Digger or some form of Grave Digger or Max D. And I was like, we got to break this up somehow before we even start. And so it kind of been, it's kind of been like, I've never had a permanent driver for Gravedigger on the circuit. It's kind of like hallowed ground. There's always been a, you know, we got a couple different guys that come in here and there for Gravedigger, but it's still one of those trucks that you try to keep to one person because you try to, that's the whole point behind it is when you see like a, a wild hair come up to the line, you know that's, you know, 13 or 12-time champion Rich Wagner or now Brodo's or, you know, wild man Ryan Johnson's behind it. You know the truck by their name and who's behind the wheel. Much like you would turn on Monster Jam, you're like, oh, you see Dragonoid, you know Camden Murphy's are in there, or Raminator, you know, you know Mark and Tim Hall, that crew, you know. You recognize the truck and who's in it just instantly without having to see any stat automatically. Man, that's pretty cool. You know. Well, anyway, once again, if you want to go on YouTube, it's what, every Thursday night and every Sunday night? Yeah, we do every Thursday night at 7 o'clock. And usually the weekends, we've kind of been just teasing around with little special shows here and there lately. So nothing set in stone. Man, it's awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on. And thank you for helping us out, you know, talk about the program, letting the program go out. If someone's new, hopefully they join in, but I tell you what, the door's out. The, the line's outside the door right now. So good luck trying to get in and, you know, but if you do have fun, enjoy it, enjoy the community. Uh, a lot of die cast lovers, a lot of monster truck fans. And it was pretty cool to have uh, you on to explain basically, uh, you know, this, uh, pretty cool uh blossoming uh series and race that you have that's uh enjoyable yeah man i appreciate you letting me come on here and i appreciate the invite as well for trying to explain what we do and kind of you know get mta out there a little bit more you know and i'll I'll gladly put one of y'all's banners out here on the mta track you know i'll be glad to represent crush this and you and what you and brad do or is absolutely, you know, incredible, you know, especially with his designs and everything that you're doing with the monster truck scene. And I stay up to date with everybody. At least I try to. So I appreciate what you guys do as well. Well, if you have a, if you do a little video or something like a commercial, we'll blare it, we'll post it up and 
do it for you also, you know, and, and people could watch that and then uh, go from there, man. Yeah, we can self promote. We can intertwine persons. Cool. It's the more the merrier. So, uh, yeah, well, I'll, 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 Brad, send you the art files so you can make a little thing. Or, I mean, I could send you a dackle. <laughs> dackle, yeah. And, and uh, go from there. Just get your Absolutely. address. So I can send you a few, few over there and maybe just make, you know, make that own right there. We could do something about that, but uh, yeah, man, we can, we could definitely try to uh, show some love and do some videos and stuff like that to get people in and, and help out, you know, self promote, not self promotion, but just promotion in general helps out everyone yeah. in the community. So I agree. That. Cool, man, but man. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for being on and uh, uh, we'll see you soon. All right, man. Thank you. Hey, have a good one. All right, buddy. It's uh, awesome for uh, him to be on and whatnot. And uh, uh, thank you for all the fans that watch his program, too. It's cool. Go take a look, like I said, every Thursday night, sometimes Sunday night. But uh, once again, guys, this weekend, I have my Hall Brothers HPR Classic. Doors open 7.30 Saturday. Registration uh, ends around 9, 9. Racing starts at 9.30. Uh, retro Sport Mod, Pro Mod, LMT, uh, some freestyle food will be available for lunch. Uh, come on down. It's free to watch. The only thing that you have to pay is registration. That's $10 a first truck, $5 after that. Uh, so uh, holy, we can see all you people there. Hi, Octane Coffee, J Concepts, JB Scale Graphics, Bradley Solid Designs, Shaw. Yeah, I got it right. Uh, MTRC, Hall Brothers Racing, 6B Apparel, Justin Stories, in back channel productions. Thank you for everyone that helps out. We're also going to promote the monster truck attitude too. So we'll get a commercial in. We'll send some artwork over to those guys and go from there. Next week, we're going to have Paul Wolf. Yeah, it's a little bit uh, under the hour program, but Hey, it is what it is. We'll get to it uh, more later on. Um, but thank you to all your folks. Brad will be on next week too. So, once again, guys, thank you so much. Watch over your friends. Uh, if you have any people, it doesn't hurt to talk to them. Say hi, stuff like that. Donate blood. Uh, try to help your folks and stuff. Uh, man, uh, uh, we get ready for next week. But thank you so much for all you folks, for you, what you guys do. And uh, once again, keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. Good night. Peace. Thank mm -hmm. you.